This edition of the Cliff Notes Podcast is brought to you by our great sponsors, Tolly and Associates, Bard's Roofing, Adams Bar and Grill, David Jen Schoberl, Robin Stacia Studer, Patrick Lyle, Little Caesars of St. Joseph, The High Ho Bar and Grill, Weaver Overhead Door, Scott Hudson of Reese Nichols Eyed Capital Realty, Chad and Kay Lewis, Javik Electric, Aaron and Josh Perry, Janelle Glidewell of Lightstar Financial, JC's Hardwood Floors, and Ingalls Plumbing. Thank you guys so much for your support and contribution of the podcast. Here is tonight's episode. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome everybody to the Cliff Notes Podcast. I'm your host, Clifton Grooms. Tonight, it is Saturday night for the 10th, 2022. Before we get on to tonight's podcast, I want to give a apology for not having a show out the last couple of nights. We've had some technical difficulties on the Anchor app on my end. That's the app that I use to record and edit my podcast with. So we got those squared away now, and now we're going to get started with tonight's show. Platte Valley and Maryville took the court on Saturday night in one of Nottoway County's top rivalries and two matchups of some of not only the area's best teams, but best in the state as well. We kicked it off with the girls matchup as Platte Valley took their class one number one ranking into Maryville against a very strong spoof hound squad. Those spoof hounds did lead nine to six after the first quarter and 18 to 16 at the half. At the, at the end of three, a three-pointer by Aniston Petland put the spoof hounds up 26 to 24 at the end of the third quarter. In the fourth quarter, it was a back and forth affair. Kaylee Haber with an and one tied the game at 34, but with 29 seconds left in the game, spoof hound sophomore Rice and Steens scored to put Maryville up 36 to 44. Platte Valley had two opportunities to tie or take the lead, but shots by Briley Angle and Malia Bliley both missed. Maryville would break a two-game losing streak in the series, winning 36-34 to was the final score. Spoofhounds coach Kelly Obley talked about the victory over the two-time defending Class 1 state champs. Excited to get this win. Um, Platte Valley is a great team. They have a great history, um, and they're really well coached and so fundamentally sound in so many areas. And all week we've just been um, preparing and focusing on what we wanted to do tonight, and the girls really uh, played well defensively, locking in on some of those post players, and so I'm um, proud of them. The biggest play of the game came from Ryson Steen's game-winning shot. She talked about it after tonight's game. Coach always says to remember to keep the balance beam on the floor, so I was just trying to keep my confidence throughout the game, especially then. Another big key to the game was the defense of Riley Viertaler, limiting one of the best players in the state in Maggie Collins, limiting her to only four points on the night. Riley talked about the team's effort in defending the two-time All-State selection. I can't take all the credit for that. Um, it was my teammates. We talked beforehand that every time a post gets it, um, we are we use the word digging, which means we're basically kind of collapsing on her so she can't make her move or do what she wants to do. So I can't really take all the credit because it was all my teammates being in the help and being ready for that. All righty. Now the leading scores for both squads. Uh, Maryville was led by Aniston Petland with a game-high 17 points. Briley Angle had 13 on the night to lead Platte Valley. Maryville improves to 3-2 and two on the season and will travel to Classics Liberty on Wednesday. 
Platte Valley is now five and one. They will host East Atchison on Tuesday. The Maryville boys controlled the boys contest from start to finish, picking up the sweep, winning 76 to 55. Spoofhound started the game going up 14 to one, but Platte Valley clawed back to trail only 21 to 15 after one. Maryville started gradually pulling away starting in the second quarter, leaning 44 to 24 at the half and 61 to 39 after three and going on to win by the score of 76 to 55. Maryville is now four and one on the season. Coach Matt Steckline talked about his team's big win over a state ranked rival. Um, they're a very well coached team. Obviously he's won so many games, but uh... Um, I think we match their energy, and uh, our, our guys, for the most part, follow the game plan. They're getting better at that. Uh, every, it's not that every once in a while. We, we don't listen necessarily, but no. Uh, the, the energy that we started with was just phenomenal. Peyton McCollum having, I think, eight points in a row to start the game. Um, but, of course, Jefferson's such, such a good team. Um, they came back right from that, you know, and then we had to keep battling. We, you know, our goal was, hey, we're up by 20, let's extend. But like I said, Jefferson just doesn't go away. I mean, they, 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 yeah. said they got great players. Um and just all around just a good team. All righty. Caden Steckline had a game high 23 points for the spoof hounds. He joined me on the podcast after the game to talk about tonight's win. Obviously, you know, a big win tonight against a um, state ranked opponent in Platte Valley. You know, um, just talk about um, how big this win is. Um, you know, it's a huge win for us. You know, Platte Valley is a, a great team. They always come, you know, when we play them, and they're super well coached. You know, they can always hit the three, but they're just a great team all around. And, you know, tonight our main focus was uh, defensively just get up, pressure, make them feel uncomfortable, and I think we accomplished that tonight. Well, you know, um, just talk about that fast start you guys got on a very, very quick out in the first quarter. Just talk about how big that was for you guys. Um, that was huge for us. You know, Peyton McCollum, he, he can flip a switch and just go off for, you know, 10 points super quickly. And I think that's uh, uh, the role of a lot of our players on the team. You know, we have a lot of players across the board who can, you know, get a quick quick five bucket, five points because, you know, offensively, you know, we have kids who can go off for 21 night and then another person go off for 15. Just talk about the balance of this team. I mean, obviously with you, um, Derek Quinlan, um, Keaton Stone, um, you know, there's lots of guys on this team that can score. Just talk about the overall balance of this basketball team. Um, you know, the balance we have across the board, like I said, is incredible, you know. Um, Derek, we have so many shooters. Our starting five across the board can shoot the three very well, and I think that just makes us so difficult to defend because, you know, it's hard to emphasize one player over another because at the end of the day, we can all shoot the ball and we can all score. I mean, I can't believe we're getting ready to start conference play here in December already. A couple big ones next week with um, Le- at LeBlanc on Thursday and then right back here at the Hound Pound or against Benton on, mm-hmm. on Friday. Just uh, talk about how big of a win this is and how that sets you guys up for MEC play. Um, it's a huge win, especially going up against such a good Jefferson team. And, um, you know, conference, our conference is tough this year. And, uh, you know, I think this game helped us with our confidence and just helped uh, fueled us into the next games and uh, hopefully – we do well in conference this year. Well, Caden, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Congratulations on the win tonight. Enjoy it, and um, good luck to you the rest of the way. Perfect. Thank you very much. <clears throat> Keaton Stone added 20 points on the night for the Spoof Hounds, including a couple of nice ducks. He talks about his big night in the paint. I try to assert my dominance in the paint, whether I'm the biggest or the smallest. I mean, it doesn't really matter to me. I'm going to fight all the time. And I think that really comes back to my teammates giving me the ball and good passes and stuff like that. Other top scores for the Spoof Hounds include Peyton McCollum with 12 points, eight of those coming in the opening quarter, and Delton Davis added nine points off the bench. 
Platt Valley was led by Memphis Bliley with 15 points. Matt Germain and Alex Matson both had 13 apiece, and Brandon McQueen had nine. They are now five and one on the season. The top-ranked Northwest men continued their winning ways on Saturday, defeating Nebraska Cardi 84-74. Diego Bernard and Luke Waters both had 19 points. By the way, congratulations to Luke on scoring your 1,000th point during today's game. Freshman Bennett Sturts had 16, West Dreamer with 15, and Mitch Mascari rounded out the double-digit scoring with 11 points. Bearcats are now 9-0 on the season, 3-0 in the MIAA. They will be right back in action on Sunday versus Fort Hayes State at Bearcat Arena. The women did not have the same luck against the Lopers. The 22nd-ranked team in the country rebounded after Thursday's defeat to Missouri Western, defeating Northwest 77-51. Bearcats had 18 points from Molly Hartnett, and former Central Indian Ella Moody had eight points in her first career start. Um, that was their third loss of in a row. They are now 4-4 four and four on the season, 0-3 in the MIAA. They will also host... Fort Hayes on Sunday. Speaking of Fort Hayes, the Lady Tigers defeated Missouri Western 64-58 in a rematch of last season's epic Central Regional Final. Western was led in scoring by Cleo Murray with 17 points and Connie Clark with 13. They are now 7-4, 2-2 in the MIAA. They are on the road at Washburn on Saturday. Other high school tur- um, results tonight, KCI Tournament, third place boys action, Lathrop defeated Mid Buchanan 45-42, Girls Championship, Lathrop defeated East Buchanan 29-24 to take home the Girls Championship, and Plattsburgh defeated West Platte 55-41 to take the Boys Championship. Um, The Missouri Football's Coaches Association announced their All-State teams on Friday in the eight-man world in the in the eight man world, offensive player of the year goes to Hayden Ecker out of North Andrew. Defensive players Jacob Chittum out of North Andrew and Dwayne Williams helps sweep the individual honors for the Cardinals by winning coach of the year. Here is the first team offense as far as local teams and players. At the quarterback position, Landon Gardner from Bishop LeBlanc was the first team quarterback. At the running back was Hayden Ecker out of North Andrew. Wide receivers were Jake Carell and Brody Langfit. Um, Carell was out of Bishop LeBlanc. Langfit is out of Pattonsburg. Tight end is Dylan McIntyre out of Worth County. At the athlete position, Braxton Miller from North Andrew took that honor. On the offensive line, Aiden Miller from North Andrew, Trevor Weir from Platte Valley, Jacob Chittum from North Andrew, and Chase Moss from King City earned first-team honors on the offensive line. On the first-team defense, defensive linemen include Colin Patterson from North Andrew, Chase Moss from King City, Jacob Chittum from North Andrew, and Trevor Weir from Platte Valley. Linebackers are Dawson Eichner from North Andrew, Truman Reynolds from Albany, and Charlie Litherberry from East Atchison. Defensive backs include Hayden Ecker out of North Andrew, Carter Luke out of Platte Valley, and a hybrid position on the All-State team goes to Andrew Goff out of North Andrew. First-team specialists are punter Quentin Brandon from Mound City and the kick returner slash punt returner Jared Spinato from East Atchison. Second-team offense Includes Kipper Klein from Albany. Braxton Gibson was the running back, one of the running back selections. He's from Stewartsville, Osborne. Jared Spinato is another running back from East Anderson. And Tucker Sheever from Stanbury rounds out the running back selections. Tight end is Jacob Winklebauer from Bishop LeBlanc. That was the second team offense with local players. Second team defense locally includes Jace Latham from Worth County. Levi Kasavaugh from Worth, Worth County was the linebacker along with Landon Gardner from Bishop LeBlanc. 
defensive back is Blake Bohannon from Nottaway Valley. The hybrid position is Braden Graves out of East Atchison, and the second team kicker is Trevor Weir out of Platte Valley. Here's the Class 1 honors up. East Buchanan sweeps the um, individual awards with the Offensive Player of the Year going to junior running back Trevor Klein. Defensive Player of the Year goes to lineman Ethan Bailey, and Coach of the Year goes to Dan Ritter for the second season in a row. First team offense includes Gage Busby, the quarterback at East Buchanan. Trevor Klein was the offensive player of the year. He was the running back first team selection. Tight end selection is Carson White out of East Buchanan. The athlete was Xavier Rumbala from Mid Buchanan. A local offensive linemen include Tucker Musser from East Buchanan and Ben Pugh from Mid Buchanan. Defense includes Ethan Bailey on the line. Ethan Bailey from East Buchanan. Fisher Nixdorf from Hamilton both received D-line honors. First team honors, defensive end, first team honors goes to Jack Archdeacon from East Buchanan. Linebackers include Riley Parker and Nick Klein, both those guys from East Buck. Defensive back goes to Adam Steven Ingus from East Buchanan. Those are your first team defensive selections. Second team offensive selections locally include running back Peyton Fiden from Gallatin and his teammate Colt Baker earned offensive line second team. Defense, defensive back from the second team includes Aiden Hensley from East Buchanan. Special teams goes punter Maverick Gentry from Polo and Alec Hessen from East Buchanan. And then rounding out class one, the third team offensive local players include Draven Wright from Gallatin. He's running back wide receiver Caden Molendor from North Platte. Defensive line Wade Stanton. Keegan McBroom waits from Mid Buchanan. Keegan's from Gallatin. And defensive back Isaac Bird. From Gallatin. Class two selections include on the second team Mason Wibbenmeyer from Lawson. And then third team is Matthew Miller, defensive back from Latham. Class three, we've got a couple first team selections in here. How about running back Cade Chappelle from Savannah? Over 2,000 yards on the season. Nets him a first team all state selection to go along with offensive lineman Court Watkins from Maryville. Congratulations, gentlemen. Also, first team defensive back is Truman Bodenhausen from Savannah and athlete Cooper Lowe from Maryville. Second team for class three includes offensive lineman Bo Smith from Chillicothe and on the defense, Cooper Burnside's defensive line from Savannah and linebacker Cooper Lowe again from Maryville. How about a double all-state selection there for Cooper. Second team punter includes Griff Bonderer from Chillicothe. Third team offensive lineman includes Jackson Hagler from Savannah. Third team linebacker is Corbin Rodenberg from Chillicothe and third team punter Carter Hewitt from Lafayette. Before we get up off the air here on the podcast, I want to give a big shout out to Central and Savannah's cheerleading squads. Central finished third in the 5A division and Savannah finishes third in the 3A large divisions. Congratulations, you ladies. Congratulations to both teams on your honor today. That will do it for tonight's edition of the Post-it Notes. We will have another edition on Sunday night covering Ford Hayes in Northwest basketball and any other news that might break. I want to thank um, everybody at Maryville for the great hospitality tonight and at Northwest. Thank you guys so much for allowing me to come and cover your basketball teams. Thank you guys so much. We will conclude tonight's edition of the Post-it Notes by thanking our sponsors thanking all the great fans and supporters of the podcast. Without you guys, this all this wouldn't be possible. Um, we will be back tomorrow night with another edition of the Post-it Notes.